Hello, this is Pastor Kenny, and welcome to the Living Hope Wesleyan podcast. If you would like more information about what we are all about, make sure to visit hopeforvermont.org. Enjoy. We just want to uh, say good morning. It's good to begin another week, and uh, some of you have heard about some news that we uh, received this week about Bethany. And uh, so that's one way to have her join on screen. So it's certainly nice to have her have her with us. She has a coffee mug I was going to have you bring out for product placement. And it says a large group of people is called. A no thanks. A no thanks. So anyway, uh, we say that in jest. Uh, we love the fact that you guys are with us and able to uh, be a part. I just wanted to um, share what we did find out last Tuesday. Uh, Bethany went to the emergency room at Central Vermont Medical Center. It was great uh, having actually the emergency doctor as a friend, somebody that we've known for a while. So he took uh, good care of Bethany and uh, ordered a test that I don't think typically was ordered, but it revealed a uh, blockage. Uh, long story short, uh, two days later, uh, during a procedure, they found that Bethany uh, does have colon cancer. Uh, the good news, positive news is it does not look as though it is spread and that there is no negative activity in the lymph nodes. I don't know if I'm not. So far, so good. Yeah, I'm not a doctor. I don't know if that's how you uh, say it. But, so we're very um, excited about that. The fact that she has surgery scheduled for 1245 on Wednesday gives us great hope that they can get in quick and early and uh, complete the procedure. Um, but we have been uh, in a good way, overwhelmed by all, all the text messages and emails and phone calls and all the offers to uh, make food and uh, take our dog for a walk and do our laundry. And so I, I was ready to take people up on that. And Beth said, maybe wait uh, a little bit until after Wednesday. But we just want to say thank you so much. But right. did you want to share anything? No, I've just been, yeah, I can echo what Jeff said. We've been overwhelmed and thankful and grateful. And we know we're surrounded by love and positivity in this community. And we feel very fortunate. So feeling good, feeling strong, feeling positive. So yeah, thank you. And so Bethany actually wanted to go to work uh, Friday, but they said she had to quarantine before uh, surgery on Wednesday. And so we're just happy that she's feeling great back at home. She is on a liquefied diet until that time. And if you could just be praying on uh, on Wednesday, that'd be wonderful. But we're just going to continue uh, with our service. We welcome everybody in, whether you're watching on Facebook, YouTube is Living Hope Wesleyan Church. And for those on Facebook, uh, unless you're on the Facebook church page, YouTube is certainly a better uh, visual experience, I guess. So that's Living Hope Wesleyan Church on YouTube. Uh, Twitter is at Hope for Vermont. Um, we do say uh, Happy New Year, and we continue with New Year's greetings, and one giving us greetings from the district. You're fine. It's 2021. Uh, we have pastor uh, of a Wesleyan church plant in Boston, Jamaica Plains, and this is uh, Pastor Melinda Priest. So Melinda, it's so good to have you apart. It's so good to be with you guys today as well. Um, I hope that you can hear me fine. I'm in the office here in uh, Jamaica Plain in Boston, Massachusetts. And I first of all just want to say thank you because you are a ministry partner here with us. I'm so grateful for uh, for Pastor Jeff and the whole team and their ministry there. And I'm just uh, particularly uh, 
struck this morning by your name of your church, uh, Living Hope, and that that's more than just a title, more than just a nice slogan. We actually believe that. Um, and I realized that I'm sorry in here, we, we all wear masks all the time. So I will take my mask off for a second here, but um, in my office. But I just want to thank you again for your ministry partnership, for your graciousness to us. We are in this together and not only in times of rejoicing and times of new birth like church plans, but also in times when we are facing trials and difficulties. We don't walk alone. And I am honored today to join you, Bethany and Jeff, in this season where you're asking the Lord, uh, what does this look like? How do we move forward? How do we live with hope now? And I just want to share with you a passage of scripture that's been incredibly powerful for my family, for me personally, and then I'd love the opportunity to pray over you. And I know that um, the church family will join me. In Psalms 103, praise the Lord, O my soul, and all my inmost being, praise his holy name. He forgets, praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all our sins and heals all our diseases and redeems our life from the pit, who crowns us with love and compassion and satisfies our desires with good things so that our youth is renewed like the eagles. And Bethany, that is what I'm praying over you. Uh, that passage of scripture that God would heal every part of this and that for you to full health. And would you join me, church, in praying together for Pastor Jeff and for Bethany? Um, Again, thanking God for the fact that he is alive today. He is living, active, and present in the situation. So, God, I want to just reach out my hand through the screen. I wish I could uh, actually lay hands today on our friends. And, God, I'm we're uh, brokenhearted by the news. We certainly do not want uh, Bethany to have to go through this. We are so grateful, God, that you are alive today. And because of your resurrection, we have hope because we know that the hope that we have in you is not only for salvation, but also, God, you are God who, who does have the capacity to heal physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally. And so, God, I pray over Bethany today that I pray particularly for her surgery. And I ask God that you would give her uh, peace as she enters into that hospital. God, that you would protect her in every way that your angels would encamp around her. And I pray for complete healing her in her body from head to toe. And I pray this, God, believing that you are at work here and that you are doing a new thing. Um, even in the midst of this desert season, we trust you. We pray this in your name, God. Amen. Amen, Melinda. Thank you so much. And we certainly lift up Awaken in your services today. Thank you again. And uh, it's great to uh, be a part of a denomination and a district and just have other uh, churches around the country praying for us. Uh, it's been great to have different friends reaching out and praying for us as well. Um, something that you may not have been aware, but uh, Bethany's mom passed away of uh, ovarian cancer, but she as well had a bowel blockage. And so um, just with some of those aspects, it's made the week uh, nostalgic, um, but we just thank you for for all of your prayers as we just um, continue to walk through this, but we know we're not alone and we're so blessed uh, to have you with us. Uh, I've asked Pastor Kenny to read James 5. Actually, this was Missy's idea, so she gets to uh, pray with and for us after, but uh, Pastor Kenny, would you just read James 5, 13 through 16? Absolutely. 
Um, and I did want to just mention before I read that real quick, if you would like to, um, we are taking a special offering. Um, and I know that uh, I was trying to remember when I was going to do this. And then uh, Jeff said he was going to do more of the service than uh, he was originally planning. So I decided to do it now. We're going to be taking a special offering for um, for Pastor Jeff and Bethany. And so if you would like to. Whoops. <laughs> So if you would like to, to give anything, um, just uh, send a check to the church and make sure in the memo to write that it's for um, for Pastor Jeff and, De and Bethany. So that way we'll be able to separate it out from the regular tithes and offerings. Um, but we will be taking that special offering for the next three weeks um, if there's anything that you would like to do to, uh, to support them in this time. And with that, I'm going to read James 5, 13 through 16. Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing praise. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the one who is sick and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgotten. Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. Thank you so much, uh, Pastor Kenny. And um, we were reminded of this passage of Scripture several times, and the true meaning is certainly spiritual healing, but God does still physically heal. And as I anoint uh, Bethany with oil, which uh, for those that are watching that might not uh, be aware, I think it's kind of mystical or weird, uh, it's just a symbol of the Holy Spirit, of God's presence, that He is with us, that He never leaves us or forsakes us, but He wants to touch us, and so with oil, it's just a uh, symbol of, uh, of God doing that. And we have several that are going to pray. And so I'm just going to bring up Rachel, if you would just lead us, and Missy and Brenda, and then Pastor Kenny, if you would close. But Rachel. Good morning. Um, I'd like to start out by reading um, some scripture from Acts 4.30. Stretch out your hand to heal and perform signs and wonders through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. And um, as I pray, I just would like everybody just to focus their thoughts and minds on Bethany and her healing. And um, let's just close our eyes and I'm just going to stretch out my hand. <clears throat> Lord, in your word, we learn of promises of healing, <clears throat> restoration and great miracles. I thank you for all the miracles you still perform today. Today, I want to claim those promises over my friend, Bethany. I believe in your healing power and I ask that you begin this mighty work in the life of Bethany. Right now, reach down and surround Bethany with peace and strength and faith. Let your healing begin. I ask you to root out <clears throat> all on, on productive cells, rebuild any damaged areas and make any unhealthy areas healthy again so that Bethany's body will function the way that you created it. Fill Bethany with your love and healing power and restore her to full health. I pray this in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Dear Lord, we are so grateful for the opportunity to have grown and just loving this woman. And we know that we are just a drop in the bucket compared to the love that you have for her father. We ask you to just cover her and heal her to walk with her through this difficult journey, to be the rock that she can lean upon and that you have mighty power. And all we need is the faith of a mustard seed. And we do, Lord, we believe that you are capable of healing this wonderful woman and whatever your will is in this, we know that 
that you are a good father and that you are always going to be there for her. It's in your name that we pray, Lord. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, we didn't get such good news on Thursday, but this wasn't news to you. Your word tells us that you knew Beth and formed her in her mother's womb, and we thank you that she is fearfully and wonderfully made by your specifications. We come to you this morning to support Beth and her family, adding our prayers to her prayers. Scripture tells us that faith, as small as a mustard seed, can grow into an amazing tree. Today, we add our seeds of faith to Beth's. We place these seeds of faith firmly in the ground of your word and water them with your truth, which says, fear not, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Lord, we call out to you as the great physician, mighty counselor, everlasting God. We ask that by faith that you would bring total healing to our beloved sister. Let this surgery be the relief and cure that we seek without complication and with a speedy and complete recovery. Be in the hearts and hands of the surgical team and any person who will touch her before, during, and after surgery. Even in sickness, you show us your grace and remind us of your love. Thank you for strengthening her spirit for your service during this time of need. May all who come in contact with Beth see the love of Jesus shining through her. Continue to bring peace, comfort, and blessed assurance to all as we watch your mighty hand at work. For all that we ask, Lord, may your will and yours alone be done. We ask all this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Lord, I just want to lift up Jeff and Bethany um, as they go through this time period. Lord, I want to lift up the doctor who will do the surgery. Guide his hands and let... Let your will be done, Lord. Let your work be done. Bring guidance and comfort, Lord, as um, they proceed through this time, Lord. Um, I also want to lift up Jay and Michael. Um, I just, I, I can't even imagine the news that they've gotten, you know, in their teens. Um, and the stress that they're going through, the worry that they're going through. Um, Michael being away at college, it's a lot for teenagers to handle, a lot for a 17, 18, 19, it's a lot. And um, Lord, we just lift them up. Um, we lift up the whole Fuller family and we know that they love you and we know that you love them, Lord, and that you will provide them with comfort in this time and peace and guidance, Lord. And we thank you so much for being with them and walking with all of them each and every day. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, we certainly say thank you uh, to everybody. Stacy, if you'll just remain, I have another prayer request, but Beth is going to uh, scoot out, I think. But Thank you, everybody. I love you all. So, uh, Stacy, I'm just going to have you uh, pray, and we just say thank you to everybody for joining and making this um, just a special time, but... Stacey, there's certainly other prayer requests. Um, Sue Tennis passed away last week, and we just want to lift up her family. Uh, Greg Blood is going in for surgery uh, this week, and we want to pray for him and God's healing for him as well. Uh, as well, Barb Wells um, is in hospice care and uh, has been on morphine, and we just want to lift up uh, the family in our prayers. 
And uh, Pastor Kenny, uh, he looked pretty good, but he has a pretty uh, sore back and uh, wasn't able to work the other day because of that. So, Stacy, could you just lead us in prayer? And I know I said close, so maybe you can lead us now and then close us after as well. But uh, thank you so much. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity to come together and join in prayer over all of these needs. I too would like to lift up our warrior sister, Bethany, to you for complete healing, Lord Jesus, as she prepares for this courageous battle of her own. Lord, I just pray that you would wrap your arms around her and give her strength and courage and faith. Lord, I lift up Jeff and Jay and Michael, as I know each one of them will be going through their own struggle in this journey. And so, Lord, I just pray that you would give them strength and faith as well and let them know that they are not alone, that we are all here standing behind them. And I call upon all of our prayer warriors to lift up this family and all those we're about to pray for each day this week. Lord Jesus, we lift up those who have lost loved ones, uh, the Tennant family, the Wells family. Lord, we just pray for comfort and peace in their time of sorrow and mourning and Lord, if there's an opportunity to bring members of those families closer to you, uh, Lord, we pray for that. We pray for salvation and just an opportunity to become more acquainted with your grace, Lord Jesus. And Lord, we lift up our brother Greg, who is also preparing for surgery this week. And Lord, we pray for uh, healing for him as we do for Beth. We pray for uh, the doctors to be guided by your wisdom, Lord, and we just pray for a successful outcome. And Lord Jesus, for all of us, we just continue to pray that in these times of darkness, when, when we can see hope on the horizon and then another cloud appears, that you would just give us the strength to continue to lift up our, our needs to you, Lord Jesus, because the power of prayer is all that we really need in this world. We just need to come to you with our, with our requests. And you already know what the answer is and what the plan is and what our future holds, Lord. And so we just continue to remain still in your presence and lift up our requests to you. And it's in your name, Lord Jesus, that we pray. Amen. Amen. Uh, thank you, everybody, so much. Um, it definitely means a lot to us. And uh, as I was preparing uh, last week for uh, this message, it was just interesting to me that on Tuesday, I actually felt like I had a good grasp handle on uh, the sermon for this week. And usually it's Thursday or Friday. And some of you might be saying, what, you're still going to preach? And yeah, I didn't get dressed up for nothing. So we are uh, going to um, uh, speak today. But I was reminded of this song, The Love of God. The love of God is greater far than tongue or pen can ever tell. It goes beyond the highest star <clears throat> and reaches to the lowest hill. The guilty pair bowed down with care God gave his son to win. His erring child he reconciled and pardoned from his sin. O love of God, how rich and pure, how measureless and strong it shall forevermore endure the saints and angels' song. 
Could we with ink the ocean fill, and were the skies of parchment made, were every stock on earth a quill, and every man a scribe by trade? This is the best. To write the love of God above would drain the ocean dry, nor could the scroll contain the whole, though stretched from sky to sky. O love of God, how rich and pure, how measureless and strong, it shall forevermore endure the saints and angels' song. What a blessing it is to uh, read these words and to have you a part of this family. Again, if you are watching on Facebook, I apologize. The uh, audio probably wasn't very well. You can certainly jump on to uh, YouTube, Living Hope Wesleyan Church, or Twitter at Hope for Vermont. Instagram is uh, okay as well, uh, Living Hope Wesleyan. But we just thank you so much for uh, for being a part. Um, as we continue, we continue in Hebrews, and I have been saying it for a long time, whether uh, through the election or the social injustice and unrest the country's found itself through this pandemic, that God's word, whatever chapter we're reading, whatever uh, verse pops out, it seems to directly apply. And what an amazing thing that this old book, this manuscript that is ancient, that people discount, it still applies with great truth for us today. This book of Hebrews, while we don't know the author, but it was written to reassure Christian followers of Jesus that their faith in Jesus as the Messiah was secure and legitimate. It is real. It is true. And last week we uh, concluded with Hebrews 3, 6, and it says, But Christ as the Son is in charge of God's entire house, and we are God's house if we keep our courage and remain confident in our hope in Christ. I love how the New International Version puts it, but Christ is faithful. But Christ is faithful, and that's how uh, I left it last week. That is what I preached last week, and this is what we've gotten to experience this week. But Christ is in charge of God's entire house. But Christ is faithful. Uh, Primarily, I'm going to be reading from the New Living Translation. I think it's a great translation that's easy to read. And uh, if you are looking to uh, read the Bible, to learn some things uh, about what Jesus says— the version Bible app is a great app, and uh, the New Living Translation might be a translation um, that encourages you as well. But Christ, but Christ is faithful as the Son over God's house, and we are His house, if indeed we hold firmly to our confidence and hope in which we glory. But today, we look at Hebrews 3, 7. Uh, it says, this is why the Holy Spirit says today when you hear his voice. This is why. It was Simon Sinek that wrote a book, Know Your Why. And it's so valuable that we understand why we were created, why we are to live, why we can be discouraged, but we know that God's eye is on the sparrow, so we know he watches us. That is why we can live. This is the hope that we have as Christians, as believers. This is how we can share with others that do not profess Jesus as Savior, that might deny God, that don't believe the Bible, we can say, well, I believe because I've experienced the truth of Jesus that we decide to share salvation with you and you have opportunity to receive that hope as well. So as the Holy Spirit says, this is from the New International Version, today, if you hear his 
voice if you hear or when you hear as you hear his voice he's commanding us he's telling us to listen up to what god is saying this is very similar to uh last week hebrews 3 1 and so dear brothers and sisters who belong to god and are partners with those called to heaven think carefully about this jesus whom we declare to be god's messenger and high priest Focus in, think on, be attentive to who this Jesus is. And uh, it's a reminder, uh, if you just paraphrase this, it's, hey, family, think about Jesus. Focus your attention on Jesus. Turn that worry into prayer where we depend and call out for Jesus to do something. We do pray for a miracle, but I was reminded of uh, the three Hebrew children, the boys, that were uh, put to the fiery furnace. Um, there's a great song, uh, He is in the Fire, uh, and I would encourage you to listen to that as well, that even if God chooses to do something different than what we long for, we believe that God knows best. So family, let's think about Jesus even during such a time as this. Hebrews 3, 7 through 9, that is why the Holy Spirit says, Today, when you hear his voice, don't harden your hearts as Israel did when they rebelled, when they tested me in the wilderness. There your ancestors tested and tried my patience, even though they saw my miracles for 40 years. This is a reference to Moses when he was leading those out of Egypt, how they rebelled. And they didn't just want to uh, go back to normal. They wanted to go back to slavery. And where it says, don't harden your hearts, this is a reminder to us that in such times as this, we can become bitter. Uh, I have a friend, I call him a friend, it's kind of a stretch, but Matt Doherty played for the University of North Carolina. Some of you know that I am a fan of North Carolina basketball. Matt Doherty had the opportunity to coach at his alma mater, the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, but Matt Doherty was fired, um, a lot of situations, but I had uh, the great fortune to interview him, and he just shared about the bitter river, the bitter river, to stay out of, but also to stay away from the bitter river. As we look at uh, verse 9 again, it says, do not harden your hearts. Stay out of that bitter river. Stop asking, why me? And begin asking, what, God, can we learn from this? Can we share with others? That is why the Holy Spirit says, today when you hear his voice, don't harden your hearts as Israel did. We can learn from the examples of those that walked with Moses, that Moses led, that uh, were so excited to be freed. But in that discomfort, in that desert, in the wilderness, they just longed to return to the time of without hope. Don't harden your hearts and long to go back. So I was angry with them, and I said, their hearts always turn away from me. They refuse to do what I tell them. This is a reference to the Israelites. Um, this is when uh, we heard uh, in this chapter, this um, book of Hebrews, that they their hearts were always going astray. They wanted to go back. And so we could become self-righteous and say, like, that doesn't happen to us. But um, 
I'm reminded of the the hymn, Come Thou Fountain. In that, there's a line, prone to wander, Lord, to feel it, prone to leave the God I love. There's a temptation. There's a struggle. There's a battle. There's a fight that we just think, maybe, just maybe, if we handle this on our own, if we try to be strong enough, if we rely and depend on people only, that things are going to be better than if we put our faith, our hope, in Jesus, we put our trust in him, though the mountains fall, though the oceans roar, that we can believe that God is with us and he has the best for us. He surrounds us, our spouse, our children with his arms of love. He lifts our head that we could know and feel his embrace. Prone to wander, Lord, I feel it. Prone to leave the God I love. But Jesus, thank you so much for the words of Robert Robinson. There's a great YouTube link about his life, what led him to write this song, that we can have that hope of Jesus. Have that hope of Jesus is what I pray for you as well. In verse 11, it says, So in my anger I took an oath, they will never Enter my place of rest. In verse 12, be careful then, dear brothers and sisters, make sure that your own hearts are not evil and unbelieving, turning away from the living God. Again, this is from the New Living Translation in the New International. It says, uh, the New Living, it says, be careful. In the uh, New International, it says, see to it brothers and sisters, see to it, family, that you live carefully. Well, that makes me think or pointed me towards Ephesians 5, where we find these words. Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Understand your why. Understand what God is wanting to teach us and to do in and through us, that God's hope is for us. And yeah, I mean, I certainly get and understand that some might say, well, Jeff, that's because you aren't going through what your wife is going through. I, I realize that. But I mean, if Bethany came back out here, she would also testify that her hope is in Jesus. Yes, we pray and desire for him to heal Bethany completely, and that's what we're praying for at 1245 this Wednesday, that they remove all the cancer, that there's no side effects, that there's nothing else that is going to uh, be necessary. But our hope, our assurance, our love is for Jesus. Be very careful then, dear brothers and sisters. Make sure that your own hearts are not evil and unbelieving, turning you away from the living God. You must warn each other every day while it is still today so that none of you will be deceived in sin and harden against God. This is warn in this verse 13. It means to encourage, to exhort. We warn people. We let them know. We plead that they would know the hope of Jesus, the forgiveness of their sins, that God is not trying out to get them in a negative way, but God is there to rescue them from their sin, from that temptation, from the things that are bound them, that are holding them back. But God desires to give freedom and healing and that peace, assurance of his salvation. So let us warn and encourage and exhort one another of who Jesus is. We are reminded, though, that um, 
that Satan wants us to be hardened so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. And Satan is certainly the father of lies. Satan is the one that wants to discourage us, that whispers in our ears that he begins to get that toehold or foothold or stronghold, that thing that would lead us away from focusing so intently on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, that we begin to turn and look away and we fix our gaze on something other than the truth of who Jesus is. So let us not believe the father of lies. Hebrews 3.14, we find these words. It says, for if we are faithful to the end, trusting God just as firmly as when we first believed, we will share in all that belongs to Christ. Again, in the NIV, it says, hold firmly till the end. Hold firmly till the end. Grasp on, believe, embrace, jump into God's arms and know that as he holds you tightly with his arms wrapped around you, we can also find his embrace. And for those that might be saying, well, Jeff, that's good for you, but not for me. Christianity isn't my cup of tea, or I've been hurt by those that profess to be Christians, or I see hypocrites everywhere that say that they follow Jesus. I would say, look to Jesus of Scripture and hold tightly to him and follow him. In Galatians 6, 9, it says, let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. This is where it is a fine line between manipulation and motivation. But even in this time, in this diagnosis, in this um, revelation of what Bethany is going through, what our family is dealing with, we pray that others will know God's salvation, Jesus' love during this time. We pray for Bethany's healing, but we also pray that people would find true, infinite, spiritual, holistic cleansing by the truth of Jesus in their own lives. And if you want that, if you aren't sure about what that looks like, believe in your heart and confess with your mouth. Want Jesus. And some of you want to want to want Jesus. And then we know that he will prove himself faithful as he has over and over again. Hebrews 3, 15 through 17. Remember what it says today when you hear his voice, don't harden your hearts as Israel did when they rebelled. And who was it who rebelled against God? Even though they heard his voice, wasn't it the people Moses led out of Egypt? And who made God angry for 40 years? Wasn't it the people who sinned, whose corpuses lay in the wilderness? And to whom was God speaking when he took an oath that they would never enter his rest? Wasn't it the people who disobeyed him? So we see that because of their unbelief, they were not able to enter his rest. This is uh, pretty big. Because of their unbelief, they were not able to enter his rest. Because of their unbelief, so we want to believe because if unbelief leads to no rest, we want to believe not just in word, but in deed, not just with our head, but in our heart, in our soul and through our experience. We want to believe so we can find and experience his rest, his rest, the only rest that matters, 
is the rest that Jesus gives. So that is what we pray today for us, because prone to wander, prone to leave the God I love, I'm there often. But God, His Spirit, His presence, His Word, His believers, our family, they bring us back. And we've been so encouraged by the messages, the the text emails, everything. Bethany and I were saying that we almost need an administrative assistant to uh, reply to everybody to say thank you so much, sincerely, from the bottom of our hearts that we just um, uh, feel the love. But that's because we know the love that God has and that he's giving through you. So um, thank you so much for that and because of that. Uh, Stacy, um, I'm going to do quick announcements, and then I'm just going to ask that you close us in prayer with a benediction. And we just uh, thank you all so much for um, for loving us and being there for us. But this is the family of God. This is what we do. This is why God created us, so that he could live in and through us, that others might know God's love for them as well. And one way that we've had to do it is, is through technology. So the Living Hope Wesleyan Church YouTube channel. You can share sermons, videos with people that might want to watch or maybe aren't able to join us on a Sunday morning. You can uh, share those. And Pastor Kenny has the podcast going, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts. You know I love podcasts. And honestly, um, I do listen to my sermon every week at 2.0 speed. Because I want to know what foolishness I said, if anything, or uh, probably there are several things, but I just like to uh, reiterate what we've said. And if there's questions, you can certainly ask me um, about those. We do continue with life groups. Uh, They are not in person, but we are meeting via password protected Zoom. I would encourage you just to be a part of those and uh, Tuesdays, Wednesdays at this time. And uh, we just encourage you to be a part of those as well. You can see The Chosen, uh, led by Missy Semperbond. You can contact her for that. And we continue with Max Licato's Know uh, that you are never alone. Uh, This Wednesday, just with Bethany's surgery, I may reach out for somebody else to lead that. And so know uh, that we do plan on uh, having that as well. And then um, we do have uh, Thursdays. Uh, Stacy has started and many have joined in a prayer gathering via Zoom, and we just encourage you to be a part of that. But as we close, uh, we say thank you for loving us, but most importantly, share God's love with others. That is that is truly our hope. But as we conclude, let us pray, and Stacy, won't you lead us one more time? Good morning, all. Before I uh, lead us in our closing prayer, I would like to also offer up an opportunity to join together in prayer on Wednesday at 12 um, and through 1245 in prayer for Bethany as she goes in for surgery. If you want to be part of that Zoom experience, please reach out to Missy Semperbon or I, and we will make sure that you get the link. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you for this time together. We thank you for your leadership and for the words that you have given Pastor Jeff to share with us all today. We thank you, Lord, that you can help us with our unbelief, and that if we believe, we will find your rest. And Lord, as we send ourselves off into the next week, 
where life will be busy and, and everyone will be in prayer for those who are going in for surgery and for any other um, worries that come upon us. May we be reminded of your word from scripture in Romans 15. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. This is my prayer for Living Hope Wesleyan Church. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And it's in your name that we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. You guys enjoy the uh, balmy negative degree weather today. We love you all. We'll talk to you soon. If you enjoyed today's podcast, make sure to subscribe to the Living Hope Wesleyan podcast. Uh, you can also see the live versions of these sermons on the Living Hope Wesleyan Church YouTube channel, as well as any more information that you'd be interested in at hopeforvermont.org. Thank you so much for listening.